Do you ever find yourself asking or wondering, what if it doesn't work out? You're thinking about creating a course and then that horrible thought pops into your mind, what if it doesn't work out? Well, my friend, my question for you is, what if it does? Welcome to the Course Creators Classroom Podcast. This podcast is all about the tips and tricks to writing a successful online course that will turn your students into raving fans. I am your host, April Bradford. Now let's dive in to today's lesson. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Course Creators Classroom Podcast. I'm super excited you're here again this week. I absolutely love today's topic because I found myself asking this question all the time and I would ask it to my husband and just rehash the question over and over and over again. What if it doesn't work out? Well, before we dive into how I got over this, I want to invite you to go jump on the waiting list for my step-by-step guide to creating an online course. It's coming out soon, but it's not ready quite yet. But if you want to be on the first to get your guide, your step-by-step guide from idea to launch, go get on the wait list at stepbystepcoursecreation.com. So back to that question, what if it doesn't work out? Anytime that we start something new, our fight versus flight syndrome starts to kick in and our body starts to respond because it's scared. It's trying to protect us, right? It comes back um, from the Neanderthals, the caveman, right? Of when we had to fight when something was scary or fearful, when our body was scared. And so we would either fight or run. And so that's what happens whenever we try something new, something that's out of our comfort zone, something that is a little bit scary. So we start to question and doubt ourselves. What if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't work out? So I, like I was saying, I asked this question so many times and I think I asked it so many times that my husband just wanted to rip his hair out if he heard me ask it again. And really, I want you to really think about that for just a second. Go as dark as you can go. What if you decide to step out there and create a course? What is the absolute worst thing that will happen if it doesn't work out? Okay. Have you gone deep and dark? Okay. For me, it was, okay, well, if it doesn't work out, then I can... I'll have to go back to teaching, have to, right? Have to go back to teaching, have to get a real job and I'll have to put my little girl in daycare and, you know, like really our minds start to think like really bad things like, oh my goodness, we'll be living in a gutter and homeless and my kids will be wearing rags in the street, you know, like really though, is that really going to happen if you decide to step out in fear and create your course? No. So let's step back for a second and ask ourselves this question. Ask yourself this question. What will happen if it does? What will happen if your course does work out? For me, when I was thinking about building this business and coming into this, I knew that if it worked out, I wouldn't have to teach. I wouldn't have to be on that rigid schedule. 
I could be home when my son was home. I didn't have to send my daughter to daycare. I could have that flexible schedule that I've wanted and haven't had. And I would have extra financial income as well to help support our family. So the benefits of it not working out versus the benefits of it working out were so much better for me because I knew that I was ready for something else and I was being called to do something else. I had loved teaching, absolutely loved teaching until there was a shift and I knew it was time to move on. And you might start be starting to feel that like, okay, there's something more. I'm being called to this. You have this course idea. If you are listening to this podcast, you have that, that calling, that desire, that there's something in you that is calling you to this. And it's fear that is holding you back from doing it. So truly, I want you to sit down and go, okay, what is the absolute worst thing that would happen if I make a course? And what is the best things that will happen if you create a course? And really go through that and see, is it worth taking the risk to create a course? And some more fears that I think really are the true fears is if it doesn't work out, then my friends will see that my business didn't work out. My family will see, oh, I tried to start another business and it didn't work. Or um, my friends on social media will see this. Or I'll have to like put myself out there on social media. People will have to see me. I don't, I don't know if I want to do this. It's scary. And all of these things are scary. But remember, magic happens outside of our comfort zones. So, um, I got a Facebook ad the other day about, it was, I saw it and it was a Forbes article. And so I clicked on it cause I was like, oh, that's interesting. A Forbes article. And it was about how, um, Susie Moore, you might know of her. I actually have not been familiar of her till I read this article. Um, but how she left the tagline was, how she had left a $500,000 a year job for her side hustle. So I was like, interesting. Let me see. I want to read this article. Like, that's a lot of money to be making to leave for a side hustle. So, of course, I clicked on the article. Their headline got me, and I read it. And there was some really, really good information in it. And I'm going to link it in the show notes to this um, episode because I think that it's worth the read. So there's two reasons that I chose to share this article with you. So the first reason I wanted to share this article is because I know that you can relate. Relate to having to do this as a side hustle and do it in the mornings, the evenings, when you're not at work, you're not taking care of the kids, you're not running a thousand miles an hour. This is your side hustle. So I thought that it would be really beneficial to see that someone like her could build a side hustle while working full time. And also because the information she gives in it is so good at building your confidence when you have the fear to actually starting your side hustle. Let me start by giving you a little background on what her story was. So she was a sales director for a tech company making 500,000 a year, but she knew that this was not her life's work. 
And so that's why she decided to start her side hustle, which she is a life coach. And so she started this side hustle because like I said, she felt called to do something else. And you're probably the reason how come you want to write a course is because you are feeling called to do it. There are people out there who are waiting for you. So just like her, you need to step into your life's work and create this course. One of the questions that the interviewer asked her was if someone wanted to start a side hustle but is feeling stuck, what is your advice? And this is what she said, just begin. You may have multiple passions, but pick one to launch as a hustle by asking yourself these three questions. Do I enjoy it? Am I good at it? Can I be paid for it? I think these three questions are genius to really think about as you are thinking about creating a course. Do you enjoy the topic? Can you talk about it constantly? Like you have to talk about it so much. So do you enjoy it enough to talk about it all the time? For me, when I was going into my business, creating my business and building my course and things like that, I knew that I could talk about this forever. When I was a teacher, um, I went and got my master's degree and people were like, oh, why didn't you do a master's in admin, things like that. And, you know, because you can move up and get paid more and be out of the classroom, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I never want to be an administrator. I would much rather go to higher ed and teach teachers how to teach. That was truly my plan before this, that I was eventually gonna go to higher ed and teach teachers how to teach because I love teaching and I love figuring out ways to make teaching easier and help people learn, all of those things. So for me, that was huge. Also, am I good at it? So are you good at what you do? Obviously, you can't teach something that you're not good at. I was told all the time and I still get told like, you are such a good teacher. You make things that are hard seem so simple and you break it down so easily. So for me, it was like, yes, this is my yes. I am good at it. I can do this. And can I be paid for it? So I tell you guys to make sure that you are um, seeing if people are selling things in your industry and if people are buying them. So if you are doing that, and you're doing that research, then you should be able to know if you can be paid for it. And let me tell you, there are a lot of strange courses out there that are extremely successful. So before you dive into creating your course, go do some research, make sure there's competition in your market, and then you'll know that you can be paid for it. So right after this question, she followed this up by saying, most people actually slip up on question three. Can I be paid for it? Once you provide something valuable to people's lives, you'll be surprised at how happy they are to pay you for it. As Derek Sivers says, what's easy to you is amazing to others. And that, that statement right there, what's easy to you is amazing to others. And Things that come easy to you, you don't think are worth value. You don't think people should be paying you for it or that they won't pay you for it because you're like, this is so easy. Why would people pay me for this? And that's how I feel about teaching and creating courses. I'm like, why would people pay me to teach them to do this? Because it's so easy. But then I, when I was 
obviously doing my research, like I teach you guys, I found like this is not easy for everyone. So don't get lost in that trap thinking this is easy. No one will pay me for this because that is not true. That is your superpower. That is your super genius. And you are amazing at it, which makes it easy. Okay. So don't get lost in thinking, oh, this is easy. No one's going to pay me for it because that's not true. So, um, she also said, start where you are with what you have. I launched my business with $0 and encourage others to do this. Create an email list with all of your contacts, including social media connections, share with them whatever product or service you're offering and how to hire you. And this next part I thought was really smart. And I'm going to tell you my story too. work for free for your first three clients in exchange for testimonials and experience if you want if you want there. The best way to do it is to do it. So the best way to do it is to do it. You've just got to do it. And so in my course, I teach to create a beta test. You want to beta test your course. I personally do not teach to do it for free. Do not give your beta course for free because people do not take action when it's free. Let me give you an example. When I was starting my business, helping course creators, I was just, I thought this is where my business was going to go was to be a VA for course creators. And I would just help them with the tech and help them write their course and their, all that stuff. And so I started doing that and I got into a Facebook group where there was a lot of, um, people who were starting businesses And I said, Hey, I am starting this business and I want to help three people. I literally said three people for free, create their course. And I had all of these people reach out to me. And so after the first three that I'd got, then I started taking on clients and I was like, well, I've already got the first three. So, but I can, you know, I'll take you. This is my prices, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the first three people that I offered my service for free. I had deadlines for them. I had things, requirements that they had to meet because if I'm going to create a course for you, like I have to have your stuff, right? And those three people fell through. One person we got through like one module of theirs and then like their stuff never came, stuff never came. And then it was like, you're not meeting your due dates. I can't be working on your course for a whole year. And so it just became a problem. And then like we didn't finish the project because there just wasn't the consistency. However, the ones who came after those three that paid that I was like, well, I'll take you on, but you have to be paid because the three people of the three free people have already signed up. Those people have launched their courses. Imagine that when you pay, you have skin in the game. So I believe with beta launches and things like that, it does not have to be full price, but I charge for it because that way people have skin in the game and they will work for it. Okay. So to finish this off, I really want you to go back and think, what if it does work out? I really truly want you to sit down with a notebook and write down all the things that can happen if your course works out. And here's the thing. One thing that I see 
when I uh, get into course creation groups, we compare. As humans, we compare ourselves to others. And again, the you've heard this quote over and over again, I'm sure, but the comparison is the thief of joy. And I saw this so much in course creation groups where people are like, I launched my course and I made $200,000. And then you'd have someone who launched their course and they sold like three, which was awesome. It was awesome. Their first launch, they sold three courses, but they felt bad about themselves because they were like, well, I didn't make 200,000. I made like 500 or whatever they made. Right. And really we need to make sure that number one, we are creating realistic expectations. You can know how well your course will do relative how well your course will do by the size of your email list. If you have a small email list, it's okay. Don't start to be like, oh, well, I don't have a big email list. I'm out. No, 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 no. You can do well with a small email list, but you're not necessarily going to make $200,000 in your first launch if you have 100 people on your list. I mean, if you're selling your course for, you know, thousands, maybe. But so just have realistic expectations. Small lists work. Love on them. Let them know that you care and you will make money on your first launch. Okay. Um, but have realistic expectations. It really would break my heart and almost make me a little bit angry. I want to say angry, but it was more heartbroken for the people that I saw like, oh, I only sold like three courses. Guess what? It's okay. Like that's something to celebrate. I mean, my goodness, you like go out there and you put yourself out there and you made money. Yes. Like cheer, celebrate, be happy. Here's another thing that I want you to really, really take to heart. And I think I need to do a podcast on this, but are you in this for the long haul? So say you create your course and it sells three for your beta launch. Three. Okay. Are you going to throw in the towel? Are you going to say, well, that didn't work. I'm done. Or are you going to say, wow, I sold three. Like that was really cool. I just made money online. I sold to people who don't even know me. And like, that was super cool. And I'm going to see what I can do to build my audience and create my course. So it's even better. How can I change my sales page, my hook, my headline to make my next launch better? Which camp are you going to be in? Are you going to be in the throw in the towel? Or are you in the long haul for this? Because if you want to make sure that your, your course creation career works out, you need to be in it for the long haul. And again, ask yourself and create a board. I suggest creating a vision board or just writing down every single day, like what happens if it does work out? What will happen if it does work out? And this article from Forbes, I have not read her book, but it was for the launch of Susie Moore's book, What If It Works Out? What If It Does Work Out? So I will be reading that and then I'll report back to you on how that is. But the final quote that I want to tell you from this article was this, technology has made it so easy to make money doing almost anything. 
sharing dating advice online, designing logos, even hosting introductory courses on knitting. In quotations, she says, I know someone now making six figures doing this. Unlike in a traditional job, your imagination's the limit in terms of what you can do. There's also no glass ceiling to contend with. And I just love that because this is exactly how I feel. I feel like we are in such a blessed age that we have technology and we can reach out to people all over the world. I have absolutely loved having this podcast because I get to connect with people from all over the world. I get to connect with you. Most podcasters care about how many downloads their each podcast episode gets. For me, I go in and I see where you are listening from. I absolutely love that we can connect all over the world. I love to see, oh, there's a listener listener in Australia. There's a listener in the UK. There's a listener in Canada. There's someone in Florida. There's someone in Montana. It makes my heart so happy because I that makes you a person to me. Because when you're on this side of the microphone, it sometimes feels like you're just talking into space because you don't get to talk back, right? But that's what makes you real. And I think about you and I think about you listening to this podcast and making your course and how can I help you the best way possible. So that was a little rabbit hole about technology, but that is just what I love. Technology truly has made it so easy for us to be able to connect with people all over and make money online in a way that has never been possible before. So last time I'm going to say this, I want you to sit down and take out a piece of paper and write down this question. What will happen if it does work out? And I want you to just go crazy daydreaming about all of the things that can happen if it works out. And then after you have created a list of all the things that will happen if it works out, I want you to ask yourself, are you in it for the long haul? Are you in it if your launch doesn't go as big as you thought it would? Are you in it to take that data and make it better the next time? Are you in it when you get your first hater? Are you in it for the long haul? If it works out, is it worth it? I believe that you have something that people, your people are waiting for. You have been called to this. You have this desire to create a course because like I've said before, only you have the gifts, talents, and experiences to serve your people. So I want you to step out, even in fear, step out of your comfort zone and create your course. All right. If you are ready to create your course, I want you to go get on the waiting list for my step-by-step guide to create your online course. And it has some pretty awesome bonuses with it too. So go get on the waiting list at stepbystepcoursecreation.com. All right. I hope you have a fantastic week and you're happy and safe. And I will see you next week. Bye.